0: Praise God. Are you happy tonight? Or you are joyful tonight? Both are different. Happiness depends on happenings. Joy comes from the Lord. I am joyful tonight to be back here. We had a great time this morning. Uh, I enjoyed worshipping with you. And I believe the worship team what we had tonight and this morning under the direction of Pastor Mark is going to go to the next level. I can sense it in my spirit. So keep praying for all the leadership of this church and uh, God willing I shall return. My usual time, which is last week of April. Uh, This time I got delayed by 15 months. A lot of things were happening in India. Few reasons I come to Red Deer. Yes, I come, I love to preach, I'm doing for many years. But I like to spend time with your pastor and his family. Um, Great family. Great love for God. Very humble man of God. Then I'll come here to eat the best ice cream in the world. (laughs) They only open end of April. Always. So I'll be back next year to enjoy that ice cream. I don't eat ice cream that much. But when I come to Red Deer, because this is the best ice cream place... Then I come to celebrate Rachel's birthday. I was just her show and tell 16 years ago. And today when she was leaving back to Edmonton, she gave me a big hug. She said, Dr. Thomas, I'll see you again soon. What a privilege I have to come and share what God is doing in India. Thank you for your help. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your prayers. Pastor Mark, I'm looking forward to be with your men's ministry. Uh, you're doing great. When I heard the number, hiring some 66 people. Excellent. I believe when men will get strong, church will be strong. As a when, when men will become strong, church will be strong. Family will be strong. Nation will be strong. We need more men with backbone and with godly characters ministry like pastor said is growing beyond my comprehension and I want to give all the glory to God and God alone it's not me it's not the mission it's God who is bringing promotion prosperity souls Every, every week we see the miracle. Not only do we see the miracle in our finances. Someone asked me tonight in the foyer, how much money you need for the ministry. And I said, we have a lot of things. We support 480 pastors every month. Every month we support. We have 87 boys and girls in the House of Hope. That we have 149 Bible college students, and they know how to eat. We don't charge anything free, free boarding, free lodging, everything is free. Only thing they have to do is they have to plant a church. That's the only requirement they have when they come to our Bible college. So we have a lot of needs. And even last Sunday when I was preaching in Seattle, I did Saturday and Sunday there. Someone asked me, do you have any flyers and brochure? I said, I don't have. I'm not against flyers and brochures. People have to know. But my lifestyle is different ever since I took over the ministry 25 years ago, which was started by my dad in 1943. It is to just completely trust God for all my needs. Every need I will share with the pastors when I travel. And for the last two years, I'm very selective now where I travel. Because my time is more valuable now in India. The ministry is growing. Uh, like Pastor said, we are reaching the unreach. we are reaching the unchurch. That's why we open the school. In that is school, it's from nursery to sixth grade. When they come in the morning, they all have to come for the assembly where we sing old songs or old hymns. Then one teacher will do the devotion. Then they have prayer. Before they leave the building, they have to come again back in the assembly and there will be a prayer. One song and prayer. Then they go. So, something is happening in the lives of the children. Mainly, I have only, what, five or six Christian kids in school. the school. rest are all non-Christians. We are seeing already impact what God has done. So pray for them. Pray that we will impart something into the lives of these children. That they will be different. When Pat and Arma and Mel, they came. They were, they were teaching these kids rhymes and pronunciation and all. They were so... I'm telling you, after they left, I went and met with the parents... They said, our kids are teaching us how to pronounce. One of the bank manager, his daughter is in first grade. And he said, my daughter comes after your Canadian friend left and said, Dad, your pronunciation is very bad. You have to improve. (laughs) So I thank God something is happening And one of these days, I just put, uh, two Sundays ago, a 20-foot cross on the top of the school building. So whole city knows this is a Christian school. The name of the school is Royal Trinity School. So pray for that. Pray for the Bible college student. Um, They're working hard, learning. They start their day. 4.20 4.20 in the morning. 4.30 all the graduate level student. So those who are traveling with Pastor, pa, uh, Pastor Dr. Paul Valley and Pat. 10 people are coming. Make sure you get ready. Because when you come there you have to get up 4.20 for prayer at 4.30 in my house. 4.30 to 5.30 we pray every morning with a graduate level. And that is the key for the success in the ministry we have given the first hour to God so pray for them some of them are going through a real persecution they have been beaten up one of the pastor was killed nine days ago in front of the church in front of his church building he was shot and now we don't know till I reach what is happening so we need you and your prayers. Few years back when I was here, I spoke on three words, nothing, anything, everything. When I came last year, I spoke on three words, or three phrases, help me, hear me, hide me, from Psalm 56. Tonight, I'd just like to leave three most powerful words for Christians. Turn with me to the book of Daniel chapter 11. Book of Daniel chapter 11. And I will read verse 32, the last portion of 32. Now before I go, I just remember. I was standing in the lunch. I was standing in the line to get my food in the, during lunch time. Someone from the back passed on me. Oh, it was good service, I enjoyed. So I said, are you new to the church? She said, yeah, I'm brand new. I was looking for a church. There are six people in that table. Was looking for a church. I said, why you were looking for a church? She said, we were in a church, they were not fed spiritually. Big church in this area, very big church. But she said, I was not. And I found the right place. And I'm happy. I'm going to have a dinner with the pastor. I have a sign of my name. Listen to me. Something is happening. In Red Deer. So you have to pray for Pastor Paul. And the whole leadership. That God will use them. With grace. And with double anointing. 11.32. The last portion. Let me read there. It says. But people... Who know their God. People who know their God shall be strong and do great things. Now I will read so it will get into your system. People who know their God shall do great things. Yes. It's not like that. It says, shall be strong and do great things. Knowing, being, doing. Three most powerful words every Christian must remember. If you want to do great in the kingdom of God or you want to see great family, great marriage, great financial release from heaven. You have to know God. You have to be strong. And number three, you will do something great because you know and you are strong. Please do not change the sequence. Holy Spirit knew what should be number one and what should be number two? people who know their God shall become strong the next level is being strong and then when you become strong then only you will do the great things why we see failures? why we see failures in our marriages in our finances Because we have not come to know God. You may know about God. You may have collected all the information about God. You have read maybe 10 books in one month about God. But knowing is more than reading. Reading. Knowing is more than listening. Knowing God is your personal relationship with God. So before I go and touch the first word, because I didn't do in the first two services, how you and I can become strong. It's very important. We must know how we can become strong. Yes? Knowing God. After you know God, you'll be strong. But there are few things we have to do. After knowing God, we have to do few things. Now it's very simple, very practical. And very simple and very practical. You don't need a rocket scientist brain to understand how you can be strong. Every day, number one, every day you must learn to spend time in the word of God. Every day. Systematic. I picked up something here in the church. You have a Bible reading program. I will go and print that thing in India. Systematic. That you... Meet God in the morning. Oh, you didn't get it. I said, you must meet your God in the morning through the word. God will reveal himself through his word. When we we were growing up, we were seven boys, one girl. Two are in heaven. Five are still living. Boys and my sister is in Dallas. All are saved baptized, baptized with the Holy Ghost. My dad never said anything to us about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. But he did something which every believer must have in their home. He said, kids, when you get up in the morning, first person you must see is the Almighty God. This is very important for you and I. When we get up in the morning, Like Dr. Paul was up this morning. Three o'clock. Seeking God. Praying for you. Listen to me. Anyone can say anything. But how I evaluate a pastor. The one who has sacrificed. His life. For more than 30 years. In a local church. And seeking. Crying. For the people of the church. Listen to me. You start your day. Seeking the face of God. Say oh God. Let your face shine upon me. You will become strong. as You will become strong. Making the Lord. Your number one priority. Number one. God. I need help. I have a busy day. I have challenges today. But I am looking to you. But there's strength for today. Strength for today. Don't pray for the whole week Lord. But every morning you come. Today is a new day. Even this morning I was saying to pastor. I said I need a new touch. I need a new anointing. I can stand and I can preach hours and hours. Because I do teach in the Bible college. Five, six hours a day. So I can do it. But I want to tell you. I cannot depend on my previous notes. I want the fresh touch from God, and that is the reason we are getting stronger in the midst of difficulties, in the midst of challenges, in the midst of tragedies, in the midst of crisis, in the midst of suffering, we are getting stronger and stronger. Spend time early morning. I will seek you. Bible says, I will seek you early morning. Make a habit. Make a lifestyle. I said, make a lifestyle. I cannot even come down in America when I'm in America. I I cannot come down. My wife said, no, you're not going. I said, I'm going to prepare. She said, no. Let's read together. Let's pray together. Someone said it. Family who prays together. Stays together. Early morning. Seek God. Number two. If you want to get strong. And do great things. Feed your spirit. The inner man. We have to feed our inner man. But with godly Sources don't just pick up any book. We have to be careful. Actually, I don't recommend in India. I said, I have a very good library, 45 books. Plus, I'll try to so they will not know what I'm talking. You know, I have 45 books. Oh, I forgot. No, no, no. Sorry, 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 church. I have 39 books. So, so what happened? As I was just taking gospels and synoptics and everything and adding, I have sixty-six books, and you have sixty-six books. Enjoy your library. As enjoy your best book in the library is the Word of God. It has changed my life. I said, Word of God has changed my life. Changed my thinking. I was a spoil in America. Sorry, but I'm going to say it. we are spoiled in North America. Because we have everything. You need something? Use your credit card. Even if you don't have money, you can buy it. We are spoiled. We have more faith in credit card than our almighty God. So God took me out of my comfort and my bad habits to a town where there is no deep dish pizza. When I arrive, people know, all my friends they know, when I arrive in Chicago, the first meal is deep dish pizza. And I know my doctor doesn't like I am eating that after my heart attack. But I tell, listen, I am doing only twice a year or three times. He said, okay. As long as you don't overdo it. I said, what do you mean? Who's who decide? How many slices I can have? Listen to me. I want you. God has given you enough resources and sources. I suggest you tonight to surround yourself with godly people. I said godly people. When you surround yourself with godly people, you will become strong. I said godly. I didn't say just anyone. Who are godly? Those who put the white clothes in India. If you put a white clothes, they think you are a saint. Godly are those who have, number one, they have the fear of God. Number two, they love God. And number three, they have thirst for God. They are godly. I didn't say they have the degree. I didn't say they have college education. I didn't say anything. But two, surround yourself. Because when you surround yourself with godly people, things will be different. Either things will be different. Listen to them. I love to talk to Dr. Paul Valley. I love, I'll be next week. or I mean this week, sorry. This week. I'll be in California. And Pastor knows Mark Bradford, great man of God. He had a great love for my dad. Actually, when he started the ministry... My dad was with him in his basement. Pastor, they didn't have even the offering basket, nothing. They had the old boot, Texas boot. They used the Texas boot to take the offering. From there, God started blessing his ministry. Listen to me. He came to India for my dad's funeral. And I had been to his church. He said... I'm trying to find a godly man, a mentor. Your dad was my godly mentor. Listen to me. We need, brothers and sisters, we need, I didn't say you need 10 people. I didn't say that thing. But what I'm trying to say tonight, you need to be surrounded by godly people. Let them speak to your life. When you go through the challenges, You can open your heart to them. And say I need you. Please pray for me. How you can become strong. Not only. Reading the word of God. Spending time. But there is a thing. Which North America needs more. Number three. We need to have a time of quietness. Are you quiet before God? In Isaiah chapter 30, verse 15 is very clear. In quietness there is a strength. Oh powerful. I was just reading your Bible and IV here. It says, In quietness you'll find the strength. Let's have some quiet time. The Bible says in Psalm forty six, verse ten, be still. And know that I am God. When you have a time of quietness. Your soul, the inner man. Will get stronger and stronger. And you can face any situation. Number four. Not only that. After quietness. You and I must learn to delight in the Lord. Delighting yourself in the Lord. Are you delighting in the Lord? Are you really delighting in the Lord in the midst of your trouble and in in, uh, tragedies? We go through all that every day. In our ministry. In our churches in India. And I am teaching my people just delight in the Lord. Just delight. Even last night I was in my room quiet, very quiet as said Lord you are my delight you are my joy I'm enjoying your divine presence those who will delight in his presence Bible says in Psalm 16 in thy presence is fullness of joy And his joy will become your strength. Book of Nehemiah chapter 8. So what I'm saying to you. is That we must learn how to delight ourselves in the presence of the Lord. I have a lot of things because I want to come back to my first word knowing God. Take time each day. Each day take time to acknowledge God and give thanks. This is our lifestyle. Even when I'm in the car with Dr. Pauli, as long as I go in, I say, Lord, thank you, Jesus, thank you. I can be in a dependable car. I can have good appetite. Thank you, Lord. I can digest the food. A lot of people, they cannot digest the food. Thank God, I can sleep well. Rest is given to your dear ones. Acknowledge God. Powerful testimony of Sterling this afternoon or this evening we have seen. Listen to me. If you will start acknowledging God like Ezra, the grandson for everything. I have seen him last night, Friday night, giving thanks. Thank you. Thank you. I said, this letter is M. Thank you. And then he will say, you are welcome. Two years old. If two years old can become thankful, what about you and I? The very breath we have. As the very breath we have. Oh Lord, let, I'm going to give you thanks. I can breathe. I can move. I can walk. I can talk. I can work. Listen to me. We have many things to give thanks to God. Acknowledge God in your busy life in America. In North America. We have to acknowledge God. Let's come back to word knowledge in the next 15 minutes. You and I have to know Him. That must be your highest priority highest priority for believers is to know God. The highest priority. All the basic blessings of life depends on knowing God. All the basic blessings. Do you know Him? Oh, you may say yes. 1987 I came to know Him as my Savior. Yes. I came to know him 60 years ago when a missionary lady from Fellowship FCA Church, New York, came to my hometown. I gave my life to Lord Jesus Christ. But I want to tell you, I want to know him more. Do you know him as your protector? Do you know him as your provider, Jehovah Jireh? Do you know him as Jehovah Rapha, your healer? Do you know him as your peace? That he is your peace. Do you know him as your sustainer? Do you know him as your strength? Do you know him as your guide? Do you know him as your counselor? Actually, he is a wonderful counselor. Isaiah says, His name shall be called Wonderful Counselor. Do you know Him as your mighty God? Do you know Him? Let's have a desire tonight, like Hosea in chapter 6 says, let us press to know Him. Lord, I want to know You more. In the midst of my challenges, some of you are sitting here with the challenges of your life. How I know you have challenges? Because you came to the altar. And, and different leaders prayed for you. The worship prayer team prayed for you. So I know you have challenges. You have difficulties. In the midst of all the challenges. I want you to know God. I want you to know God. Like Job. When he lost everything. He lost everything. He lost his health. His, loss, his wealth and he lost his children in the midst of all all that in Job 19 he says I know my redeemer liveth I know I know my God liveth even if I go into ashes I will see my redeemer what a knowledge Job had in the midst of difficulties Paul could say when the ship is about to go into pieces, he says, don't give up. Have courage. We will land safely. Because he knew his God. He knew his God. Joseph knew his God. That's why he said, how I can do sin against my God? Joseph knew God. As holy God, three Hebrew children knew God, who was gracious to answer their prayer. But they say in book of Daniel chapter three, 17-18. "We know our God is able to deliver us, but if He does not deliver, we will not bow down before you. They knew God. they knew God, I want. This is my prayer and my desire tonight that you will come to know God. How you can know God? You can know God through His creation. Psalm 19 is very clear. When you have time, go and read Psalm 19. Psalm 19 declares that you can know God through creation. Number two, you can know God through His creation. Written word. As you flip the pages. I am the Lord. I change not. I am the Lord. I am the same yesterday, today and forever. Start flipping the pages of the Bible. You will know God. Number three. You will know God. Through incarnate word. Which is Lord Jesus Christ. In the beginning was the word word. You know all that. Gospel John chapter 1. 1, to 3, the verse 14. He tabernacle among us. No one has seen the Father except the one who is in the bosom of the Father. But then he says, if you have seen me, you have seen the Father. He is the way to Almighty God. Incarnate Word. You can know God. Number four. You can know God. By building an intimate relationship with him. With almighty God. You can build. When Plato said. Four years before the birth of Christ. He said. If there is a God. That God. You can never know. Or it is impossible to know God. Plato was wrong. I came to know God. 60 years ago. And I am still. Excited to know God. You can know God. Bible says in book of Jeremiah. In 24. Jeremiah 24. Verse 7 says. I will give them a heart to know me. God says. I will give you. A heart to know me. That I am the Lord. And they shall be my people. And I will be their God. God will give in a heart. When he gives something, he gives the best. Oh, you don't get it. As when God gives, he gives the best. You have to just cry, Lord, I need a heart to know you. I need a heart to know you intimately. I want to know him. Paul, the great writer. Most of the New Testament is written by him. Toward the end of his life, look and hear his heartbeat. In Philippians chapter 3, he says, I may know him. Paul, don't you remember? You met God before? Yes, he will say, yes. I remember that. But I want to know him more. I want to know him more. That should be a burning desire. I want to know him more. I have five minutes. To know God personally. Listen to me. I'm making a theological statement now. Because I teach in the Bible college. To know him personally is salvation. To know him personally is eternal life. John 17.3 is so powerful. I know it's a priestly prayer of Jesus. But he says, to know him is eternal life. So if you know him personally, you have eternal life. To know him progressively, this is very important for North Americans, especially. Because we have compromised nothing wrong, we can do this one, we can do that thing. We can, I don't know whether I can use some of the words here because I don't know the law in Canada. They are ordaining people in many denominations, just it decided last week only to ordain special people. They think they are special people. It's not in the scripture. Because they don't want To live a holy life. And they are endorsing. Every kind of life. I want you to know him. Progressively. Every day. You know him. Because that will bring sanctification in your life. I said. There will be a sanctification. When you come to know God. In a progressive way. And a day will come. Soon. I was telling someone. This evening, the day is very close. My Jesus is coming back. And then I will know Him perfectly. I will know Him ultimately. I will know Him completely. And there will be glorification. I will have a glorified body. This all depends upon how you know God. There are many levels of knowing God. You can know the fact. But that is not in God. You can know the truth behind the fact. That is not knowing God. But knowing a fact. Understanding a fact. And when you believe the truth. That is knowing God. When you make it personalized. And the uh, final stages. That we come Into relationship with him. Who he is. Become who we are. His character. Becomes your character. His mind becomes your mind. His concern becomes your concern. His will becomes your will. His desire is your desire. Knowing God. Changes your prayer life. Knowing God. Then you don't have to. I say oh you know what I do. In our home when we get up in the morning for prayer, we say, Lord, this is your word. It says in Psalm 20, this is your word, Lord. And now, I'm going to go and sleep. It's your problem to bring the money. It's your problem to bring the food. It's not my problem now. That, I just take the word of God Literally. Because I have built relationship with him. Like Andrea was praying this morning. It touched my heart. In the first service. She said. She was praying here. She said Lord. As I know the voice of my daddy. I want to know your voice. Believer. Let's become real Christian. I said let's become real Christian. I see a lot of phony Christian. They are very strong Sunday morning, but Monday to Saturday, their lifestyle is different. You know why? They don't know God. And they are not as strong. That's why I call them yo-yo Christians. Very shabby. Very shallow. Very shallow. Actually, North American Christians are becoming more pagan. And third world country, they are getting more stronger now. I am seeing more revival. I just, few months back, I was in Malaysia. I saw what God is doing in Malaysia. Churches are being planted. I was in Singapore. From there I went to Singapore. I had been to Indonesia. I have seen with my own eyes what God is doing with people who know Him very well. This guy, not, he does not have a degree. But he has something. He's building a prayer tower now in Jakarta. Has only 127,000 members. Just think in a Muslim country. They that know their God shall do great things. His associate pastor built a church. His associate pastor, this senior pastor, is in Surabaya. His associates started church. And I was in his church. 95,000 members. They that know their God. Shall be strong. And do great things. I want you. To. Be very strong. I want you to be strong. How you can get strong. They that wait upon the Lord. Shall. Renew their strength. Someone asked me uh, this morning. Yeah, I, I thank God for Pastor Mark. He said, "You look, you look good." I said, "Yes, I look good for my age." He said, "No, no, you are looking very good." Listen, I travel a lot. In 2012, doctor told me I should not travel after my heart attack. But my God is a good God. I said, "My God." It's is a good God. Like Job said in Job 42. I want to say with Job. 42 verse 2 says. I know my God can do anything. And no one can stop him. Oh what a God we have. I said what a God we have. I know a God who can do anything and everything. I want you to make him the number one priority. Of your life. Of your family. Of your business. I was praying for a businessman. in. I was there last week only. Last weekend. In Seattle. So men's ministry they came. So I was praying. He said Dr. Thomas. Now please don't pray for me. I said why? I cannot handle my business. You prayed. My business is booming like anything. So please. I cannot find good helper, good employees. So now, I'm, I'm very happy what I'm doing. My business is prospering. Now don't pray for more prosperity in my business. I want to hear those kind of testimony. Like in the Bible. Now, we don't need, we got enough money to build a sanctuary. Let's come to know him. Let's come to know him. next, Five months we have. Before we close and say bye, goodbye to 2017. That should be your prayer. That should be your desire. That should be your determination. That I will come to know you intimately. Let's stand in the prayer.